From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 4 of Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. This podcast is not just information, but impartation and activation. We believe that every conversation will encourage, equip, and empower you to live the daily supernatural life. Subscribe to this podcast and then share every episode with your friends and family and be activated. Thank you so very much for joining into another adventure in the Holy Spirit. Guys, my family has been on this amazing adventure. We just closed on our new house in Arizona. So right now I don't have any cool lights. I don't have any of the normal gear right now, but we're just going for this because it's today's going to be an incredible conversation for you to mature into yourself and know who you are and whose you are. So this is a very important conversation that we're going to have. But before I jump into that, I want to encourage you guys, if you're curious or want to know more about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you want to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I have a free download available for you. Uh, you could do do that one-on-one. You could mentor others through it. You could take that to a small group. You could do it on your own and be activated to receive the baptism with the Holy Spirit. Guys, I'm excited for today's conversation. I have Ray Light, who's got a book out called Maturing Into Yourself. He's worked with CEOs, celebrities, church leaders, and everyday people from every walk of life. And he's been to numerous countries around the, the world. He he helps people encounter God and walk into the truth of who they are. He's been on a spiritual journey himself, but he coaches you to walk in freedom and liberty for what God has for you. So today we're talking about healing. We're talking about uh, pressing into Jesus, and we're going to see God do some incredible things in you and through you. So please help me welcome Ray Light to Adventures in the Spirit. Welcome, Ray. Thanks, Jared. It's good to be here. Well, it's an honor. It's a pleasure, brother. I'd love to you know, for you to introduce yourselves to people and share your story, your spiritual journey of, Mm. of, of God's work in your life and maturing into yourself. Yeah, it's been it's been an interesting journey. I I didn't come to faith until I was 30 years old. Came to faith in a vision, as a matter of fact, and over here on the East Coast in Maryland in an area that wasn't really open to the things of the spirit when I first when I first came. So we were kind of solo for a little while in the spiritual realm in the in the openness of the spiritual realm. There wasn't a lot of people around here that I was connected with with that. So it was it was a journey for me and had a great pastor at the time who helped with that. He was a great pastor who was open to the things of the spirit. And while we were while we were on that process, we became missionaries with Campus Crusade for Christ. Me and my wife came to faith right around the same time. We had two children, they were five and one at the time, and we we just really kind of jumped into missionary life with Campus Crusade for Christ. And we were, it's crew now, but we were with them for eight years. And we worked with a ministry called Life Builders that did discipleship and relational mentoring. And from there, we established our own ministry called Faith by Grace. And we started doing discipleship and mentoring with that. And, and during that time, I went into a full depression. 
is what happened. I triggered off, went into a full depression and a friend of mine recommended me to a friend of his. And I went and did some inner healing prayer with, with, with a gentleman in North Carolina. And that opened me up to that inner healing world. And, and I just had an amazing experience with Jesus was reconciled with my mother, with aspects of me had just tremendous experience with Jesus and, and broke out of that depression in that prayer time. Now, since then, I, I, I've had depression most of my life. And recently, just two years ago, I, I got diagnosed with bipolar two. I didn't know I had that for a long time. I just kind of white knuckled it trying to hold on in the areas I was, even though I was in the inner healing world. And I think that's one of the reasons why I focused on this and why I worked so hard. And, and to be honestly, I got pretty good at it and helping people deal with their stuff because I didn't realize some of my stuff was biological as I was going in and trying to deal with it spiritually and emotionally. And through that process, now uh, I was on staff with Bethel Church for almost 10 years. I think 10 years I was on staff with them. We were in Reading for a while. We just recently moved back to Maryland, live in Annapolis, Maryland now. And you know, this is my fifth book I wrote. Well, third book, the first one was a Bible study. The second one was a devotional. And then the identity restoration book I wrote that is kind of covers the concept of the identity coaching I do. And then we lost our house in a fire when we were in Reading, lost everything because we were just coming back from vacation. And so I wrote another book called Finding a New Normal, which is about being real in your grief. And then then it's the maturing into yourself I just wrote because there were so many questions on after you get healed, now what? You know, now I got the freedom, I got the healing, but now what? And that's what the maturing into yourself book is. And so that's roughly, roughly what I'm about and where I've been. Yeah. Was that during the car fire? Because I was actually in the area during that time and visited Bethel Church and did yep. some interviews. It was the car fire. It was the car fire that I lost, that we lost everything. And we just, the day they cut off us from being able to get to the neighborhood. They cut off the the traffic to that area at five o'clock in the morning. We got back at 11 o'clock in the morning and we never got back to the house. We were just getting back from vacation. So we literally lost everything. There was no evacuation. We, and it was pretty traumatic. That's the thing that threw me back into, it stirred me up. And that trauma was the worst I'd ever experienced. And the effects of it is what I would say. And, and that, is what stirred me up to actually start having real emotional issues that caused me to get checked out and get diagnosed with bipolar. Well, I appreciate you sharing your story. And, you know, I, I was, I don't know, I don't want to say victim, but I was diagnosed with PTSD as my listeners know, but I was, it, it was a process. It was a journey of years until mm -hmm. I received a supernatural healing and almost all the symptoms disappeared overnight. Mm. And within a few nice. weeks, I realized, wait, I'm not taking those meds anymore. And all I've got is anxiety. And, and, and a friend of mine, his daughter had a neurological disorder, but she was on the keto diet. And I was like, I'll try that. And the anxiety disappeared. You oh, know? wow. Wow. And so I, I partnered with the Holy Spirit and also natural things, diet, yeah. exercise, and was healed and walk in healing. So supernaturally That's healed glorious. and then walked into healing. And I, I listened to a podcast episode of yours and you were talking about, you know, holistic healing and, mm -hmm. and the, the, the Christian and things like that. So I know that the, you know, we're vulnerable when we share these stories, but other people mm -hmm. can walk in freedom when we share them. So 
inner healing. I know that some Christians um, stay away from that kind of a thing, but it really, you know, when there's stuff, when there's stuff that we're stuck on, we Mm -hmm. partner with the Holy Spirit, we encounter Jesus. So can you share what inner healing really is and and, um, how people shouldn't be afraid of it, but they can walk in freedom? If you want to break it down to the simplicity of what inner healing is, it's just repentance and forgiveness. Yeah, you really want to break it out. That's all it is. And one of the things that I share is we're with inner healing, it, it kind of gets a bad rap. Maybe maybe some of the old models were a little bit excessive. I don't know. I wasn't around for them, but I hear stories. But with with inner healing, the concept that I have is is that we're called to pursue the kingdom, right? Seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So we're seeking righteousness, peace, and joy. And one of the ways I describe righteousness is freedom, just as we're talking about, because in a right relationship, there's freedom. So we're pursuing freedom, peace, and joy. That's what we're doing. But inner healing is just the willingness to be honest with God and yourself when you're pursuing freedom, peace, and joy, but you keep experiencing fear, shame, and guilt. And and in that place, not every once in a while, like you just trip over it every once in a while, but there's a consistent pattern in your life where you're experiencing fear, you're experiencing shame, you're experiencing guilt, a willingness to partner with God and find out what am I actually believing? Because somehow we we compartmentalize. I don't know how we do this, but all of us have to at least be willing to admit that we trigger up into old unresolved trauma and react like a child every once in a while. We, we don't always look like Jesus. And that's what I share with people is really if if you don't look like Jesus in every aspect of your life, at some level, you are believing lies and you are self-protecting in fear, shame, and guilt. And there is freedom available. That's right. There's freedom available. You can hear God's voice and prophesy. Every person with the Spirit of God living in them can be used by God for entry-level prophecy. Entry-level prophecy is the starting point of an incredible adventure in hearing God's voice and prophesying. Prophecy encourages, comforts, and edifies people. And our heart is to equip and educate you to hear God and prophesy, walking it out as a lifestyle. And that's why we created Entry-Level Prophecy eCourse on CharismaCourses.com. Through this powerful eCourse, you will be equipped to hear God and to prophesy. You will gain the necessary biblical understanding needed to take a step of faith and speak what you hear God saying to see people encouraged, comforted, and edified. In this course, you'll learn about the fruit of the Spirit, the character traits of God, how to receive and deliver a prophecy, how to judge a prophecy, and what foundation you need to prophesy, and what heart motivations are necessary to prophesy. When you enroll in this e-course, you'll also have access to bonus materials and our live coaching sessions. Go to charismacourses.com to purchase entry-level prophecy and learn how to hear God's voice and prophesy. Uh, you share on chapter two of your book, maturing into yourself, a recalibration process. Mm. Uh, so, can you can you describe what that is uh, for people? Yeah, sure. One of the things that that happens is with the recalibration process. Basically, depending on what age you started self protecting, and 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 let me just just because I'm talking about self protecting, I'll give it a quick minute on what what I mean by that. Just like Adam and Eve in the garden, what happened when the enemy lied to them? They ate of the fruit. And what I would call the fruit is details. That's kind of the details of your experience. That's not usually going to help you find healing. 
But the lie that you believe, believing that lie was the real problem, in my opinion, in the garden. Believing the lie was the real problem. Eating the fruit was a problem. It wasn't the problem. Believing the lie was the problem. So they ate of the fruit. And what also happened is they started self-protecting in fear, shame, and guilt. They hid from God in fear. They covered themselves in shame, and they blamed each other in guilt. So the kingdom of God is, is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit, but the kingdom of the world is fear, shame, and guilt all in your own effort. So that's what we do. When we believe lies, when we're tricked into believing lies of the enemy, we we will also self-protect in fear, shame, and guilt. So in that place, when we get used to that, we might have started doing that when we were three years old. We might have started when we were five years old, 10 years old. We might have just had a generational lie that was culturally we grew up in. We've had it our whole life. Now, what happens? In that area of your heart, you've been unstable, almost like out on a boat in sea or, or, or roller skating, not being on solid ground, right? So all those years you were unstable in that area of your heart. And when you actually experience truth and you're able to change your thinking, the repentance is just reconsidering your thoughts, changing your thoughts, and then you can believe the good news that that's what happens. So healing is just a manifest revelation of truth. The truth of who you are is already true in Christ. You're not making it true by believing it. So when we when we can come into agreement with it, into that place of repentance and acceptance, what happens is we're free in that area of our heart now, but we are the same emotional age that we were when we started using that unhealthy self-protection. Yeah. So now it's like now we're on solid ground, but we have how many years of being unstable in that area of your heart? So it's just like getting off a boat, just like getting off roller skates or ice skates where you're just kind of not not sure of yourself. You don't have those solid legs, but emotionally is kind of how that's happening. And the recalibration process is that actual process of getting used to being on solid ground in that area of your heart. Well, you, you do coaching uh, services for people. If if I were to come to you and I was I had some stuck points, you know, like for me, I'd had uh, a couple of wars that I was involved in mm -hmm. and I, I had some stuck points and I come to you and I'm I'm just this. I can't get past this. Can you describe uh, a process that you might mm -hmm. take me through, lead me through uh, yeah. step by step for freedom? Well, first of all, it's all, you know, I ask Holy Spirit to guide it. But what we're going to do is the problem like that's stuck issue that you're talking about. We all deal with trauma and I'm assuming you dealt with some trauma yeah, okay. in that situation, right? And we all deal with trauma all the time and trauma isn't actually the problem. Unresolved trauma is the problem. And what that is, what I mean by unresolved trauma, what happens when we experience something and we believe a lie in that area of our heart connected to that experience, it, it bonds to that trauma, and then we have a self-protection. It's like a subconscious pro program that we write, and then that program keeps us reliving the details of that unresolved trauma, and whenever that lie gets triggered, you relive that experience of fear, shame, or guilt, and that's what I help people deal with is those areas of unresolved trauma where you just keep triggering and just keep reliving painful or hurtful emotions or just behave inappropriately. So what I would do in that time is I just help walk you through a process of connecting with that younger compartmentalized area of your heart and finding out what you actually believe. 
because you probably don't even know what you believe because consciously you believe you know the scriptures and you believe some of it in most of the areas of your heart but there's some areas of your heart where you simply don't believe the gospel I don't believe the gospel. Otherwise, I would look exactly like Jesus, right? So let's just qualify that. Not our whole heart, not our whole life, but there's areas where we just don't, and we're believing a lie instead. So I help you connect with that area of your heart. Let Holy Spirit guide you into that. Find out what's actually true about you, right? What's true and what the lie is, and then how you're self-protecting. What is the structure you have in place that automatically reacts when that lie gets triggered, I help you find out what would be available if that wasn't going on, what's actually true. We work our way down to that core structure so that you know the whole structure of how that all works in your life. And from there, once we're at the core, that's when with Jesus, what we do is we we break agreement with the lies. We forgive. We release all the pain, hurt, and trauma. And I do it holistically in a way that I let your body release the trauma you've been storing also so that your mind, your heart, and your body can line up with the truth. And then your heart has the opportunity in that area where it's just been automatically reacting in fear, shame, and guilt. We give your heart the opportunity for redemption. And then once it happens, and I've worked with over 7,000 people. It's glorious, Jared. I'm telling you, it's glorious. I never get tired of watching somebody get free. And and I, you're free, and then you're different. And I've had tremendous experiences watching people get free. It's, it's beautiful, Jared. Yeah, well, what I appreciate is you're partnering with the Holy Spirit and mm-hmm. leading people into biblical truth that they need to accept, they need to become aware of and then apply mm-hmm. to their lives. I mean, it's, I, I've been through this myself. You know, for me, it was this, uh, back in November of 2018, I've, I've shared with this before, I was at a weekend retreat with my bride, a bunch of veterans were there, and I jumped all in. I was like, I've got this stuck point. And what the Holy Spirit did was, uh, the gentleman, uh, he pray, was praying over me, and I remembered that stuck point. But mm-hmm. then there was Jesus, and he yeah. said, I see you, and I love you. Mm-hmm. This, this weight just lifted off. I mean, I, I've done yeah. work like this myself, but even for me, I needed some work. So can you describe, yeah. you know, you'd shared that you'd encountered Jesus through a, a healing process. Can you, is it okay for you to share a little bit of that yourself? Oh, yeah. When my very first, and I've had many. Just so you know, I've been pursuing this for a while. And for some reason, it reminds me talking about how, you know, how you got healed of your PTSD. Some of the people I've worked with, I've had people that are diagnosed bipolar, borderline, schizophrenic, who report to me that they're no longer suffering from the symptoms of the diagnosis and they're not experiencing it anymore. And I've seen tons, whether it's PTSD, because in my opinion, it's all PTSD. Unresolved trauma is there's different layers of it connecting directly to military stuff, but all of it's post-traumatic stress disorder. There's a trauma we had. We believed a lie. We keep reliving it. Everybody's doing that in different different areas of their lives. So with that, for me, what was going on as I grew up, just to give you an idea, my poor mother, she's she's gone now. Praise God. She came to faith two weeks before she passed, but she was an alcoholic narcissist and the most negative person I'd ever met in my life. And it wasn't, it wasn't a fun time. I'm going to be honest with you. It wasn't a fun time. And I have the patterns of bipolar. So there's a lot of stuff going on with me. And so in that, I had a lot of stuff going on. And when I went into that depression and I went and prayed with somebody, one of the things that 
that he did. Of course, it was all Jesus-based at the cross, the work of the cross. And there was a moment, the, the thing that really specifically happened, there's two things that really happened. And this is, I've never seen this happen with someone else. And like I told you, I've worked with over 7,000 because what happened with you, Jared, is what your art needed, right? And that's what Holy Spirit will do. So we can get into formula thinking that, oh, that's what I need. I need Jesus to come tell me he sees me and he loves me and I'll be okay. That might not be the thing for you. That might not be what your heart needs in that area of your heart. So for me, there was a moment where I was able to walk through forgiveness. The, the gentleman I was working with was walking me through forgiveness and I'm there with Jesus and I'm forgiving my mother. And there's this like younger aspect of me that was not happy with my mother. First of all, not happy at all. And it was just this younger area of my heart that was just angry with my mother. But I was able to walk through forgiveness and I just walked through this. And this was all visual. This was in a clear vision, no different than seeing you right now, Jared. And so as I, I released her and released her to Jesus and she walked away, there was maybe a little bit later, just a couple minutes later when I'm interacting with Jesus, this beautiful young woman comes walking into the scene with me. And I had no idea who she was. And, and I just asked Jesus, I'm like, who is that? And and he lets me know that that was the woman that my mother was created to be. So I actually was able to forgive the woman I knew and I was reconciled with the woman that she was created to be. It was an amazing experience, really was an amazing experience. And then at the very end of the whole session, what happened along, there was a lot more that happened, but I'm just giving you two pieces of it at the very end of it. The gentleman walking me through it was like, now it's just a time to actually receive your 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 mother into your heart and your younger self into your heart and where we were we were like in the garden of my heart and the cross was right there and so i'm like i don't know how to receive them into my heart so i just kind of like open my hands like like receiving them and they both kind of look at me and smile and turn and walk into the cross and it was just a it was weird at first like because i was they were gone at some level so there was a moment of like but then it hit me i'm like oh wow here I am in the garden of my heart with the cross right in the center of it. And they just walked right into the cross. And so it was just an amazing experience. And I'm telling you, the depression was gone after that. And I've never gone that deep again into depression. That one was deep. I could barely even drive a car. I could barely do anything. And, and I still had depression after that because I have the bipolar patterns. But nothing as deep as that. And so that got me started. It's like, if I can be healed, anybody can be healed. And that's what started me down that road that got me to where I am now. Yeah, man. Well, what are some steps to wholeness that people listening in, they, they got something that they're having to deal with? What are some of the steps of wholeness you'd like them to receive right now or to know and understand and apply? Know that it's okay. There's not something wrong with your faith. There's not something wrong with you. You're not uniquely messed up is what you need to know. Everybody's dealing with something. Now, people may be better at hiding it than you, but everybody's dealing with something. Nobody is walking in perfect faith, looking exactly like Jesus all the time. So it's okay to be honest with yourself and God. And then what I would say, is find someone you can be honest with. Because I know there's certain church circles you can't be honest. You can't be honest with what's going on because a good Christian would never think like that, right? And so what you need to do is find somewhere where you can be honest with someone else, like whether whether it's someone like me to have an identity coaching session with or someone else, get a counselor, what whatever, take that next step. What I would say, whatever that next step is for you, 
my identity restoration book or my identity restoration e-course will walk you through that, how to get to know yourself, how to take a survey and inventory of your own heart so you can find out what do you actually believe. And if you can do that without condemnation, knowing that all of us are dealing with unbelief, right? Even, even, even in the um, scriptures, the Lord pointed out that the disciples had unbelief. And, and, and if the disciples had unbelief who walked with Jesus, it's okay if we admit that we have unbelief. So that's the first key thing, being honest with yourself, admit what's going on, and whatever that next step is that you can take, take that. Amen. You also mentioned in your book, Maturing Into Yourself, the, the need for discernment, especially in this day and age, mm-hmm. you know, there, there are a lot of different voices. There are a lot of different narratives. There's a lot of mm-hmm. different things out there. But as a Christian, we, we need discernment. Uh, what, mm-hmm. what do you share? You know, how can someone know that this is this is God? How do they recognize this is my part of my healing journey? But this is God. This is the Holy Spirit's work in my life. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the ways that the simplest way for that to know if the information you're getting is from the Lord, simple, simple, easy one is if the information you're getting comes with freedom, peace and joy, it's probably from the Lord. If it comes with fear, shame or guilt, it's probably the enemy. Right. And so with that, the enemy might even give you the the real information. Right. So he, he'll even give you the right answer sometimes. And that's why people get confused. Like, no, see, I'm right. This was God. But the enemy, even though if he gives you the right information, what he's going to do is he's going to bring that virus of fear in there so that he can ruin your authority. Or he's going to bring that virus of shame in there so he can ruin your identity or that virus of guilt in there so that he can ruin your community. That's his plan. So that Fear, shame, or guilt, freedom, peace, or joy, that's the easiest piece to understand for for basic discernment. But when you know who you are, that's that's when you can actually, when your identity is in Christ, that's when you can discern right and wrong, good and evil, so much easier. Because when you have your identity in other stuff, when it's your identity, it's impossible to discern right and wrong when it's your identity. Amen. What is, what is the main takeaway you want people to take from this conversation so that they can mature in Christ and in who he's created them to be? That for one, even like honestly, and sorry to make it about me when you ask that question or even go back to my bipolar, but but with those issues, I got some real issues, some biological issues that I have to battle that the average neurotypical person doesn't have to battle. But in that place, I can still find freedom, peace and joy. Now, sometimes, honestly, it's like this little piece that of freedom, peace, and joy, and I got all this other stuff going on, and it's a lot of work that I'm dealing with, but I can still find it. And freedom, peace, and joy is possible. Whatever it is going on with you, help is available, and it's holistic. Don't be afraid. I mean, I pushed off the whole idea of meds for a long time. I got to be honest with you. It's like, no, we can just go. It's all if if I just find the lie and I forgive and I repent, that'll take care of everything. I was stuck in that. I was limited in my thinking, understanding, you know, hey, maybe it's a demonic thing. Maybe it's an unresolved trauma. Maybe it's a biological thing. Maybe it's just a loss that you're grieving. And so there's all kinds of options to just like take the next step. Find out. Don't be afraid to find out what's actually going on because it's not faith to deny what's going on. And you can't be healed of something you don't have. So if you're denying it's going on, you're stuck with it. 
And so there's this place where you can be honest with yourself, be honest with God and pursue in whatever that next step is that God is, is encouraging you to take. Awesome. Ray, can you pray for people to walk into maturity, to encounter Jesus, uh, to, if anybody's traumatized listening into this, they've got something that they're stuck on. Can you, uh, lead them right now? Just be led by the Holy spirit and just, yeah. Let's see where the Holy Spirit takes them. Yeah. What came to me with that, too, is like, just so everybody hears this, one of the the foundational lies the enemy is trying to get you to believe is that something is wrong with you. You're not good enough. There's nothing you can do about that, and it's all your fault. So in that area, if anybody is experiencing that, Lord, I just ask right now that you would inspire them to know that there is not something uniquely wrong with them, that they are not powerless and they are not guilty. In Christ, Jesus paid for it all. He paid for the guilt. He paid for the shame. He paid for the fear. He took that from you on the cross and you are allowed to be free from that, Jesus. So I just ask right now that everybody listening would have that encouragement, that inspiration, the hope, because hope is the anchor of your soul. And I just ask for that anchor to be just bore down into their heart and into the kingdom and let them just be anchored into the kingdom. Let them be pulled up into the truth of who they are, be able to believe who they are, be able to actually mature into the fullness of who they are and fulfill their purpose. Let everyone listening to this know that they have a purpose and that God loves them and wants them to be everything that he created them to be in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. <laughs> what is the best way for people to get a hold of you for more information, check out your resources, but also purchase your book maturing into yourself? Yeah, well, everything the main place where my resources are located quickly and easily for you is on our website which is faithbygrace.org. So faithbygrace.org is our website. You'll get a little bit of information. You can find out about the e-course. You can find out about the books, the Bible study, the devotional. The You can find about the the identity coaching. We I also have other coaches there. I have a dreams coach who can help you understand your dreams and and work through that. And I have a recovery coach on, on staff that can help you process through addiction recovery. And, and also I'm on Facebook. Faith by Grace is on Facebook, on Instagram. It's like a micro blog that I do on Instagram, which is Raymond Light. And I also have a TikTok where I do just bipolar stuff. I don't really do all the bipolar stuff on Instagram and Facebook. I do a little bit. But on, on my TikTok, Raymond Light, it's just my bipolar journey to help people understand that. Awesome. Thank you so very much. I want to encourage everybody to check out faithbygrace.org and purchase a copy of Maturing Into Yourself so that you could walk in freedom, you can walk in healing. And also, I've got a free resource, How to Receive the Baptism of the Holy Spirit, available for you. Mm -hmm. You know, I love the Holy Spirit. I know Ray loves the Holy Spirit, and he can lead you into your freedom. But please, go to faithbygrace.org, connect with Ray, and schedule coaching with him as well. You know, uh, reach out. They've got uh, forms that you could fill out, schedule an appointment with Ray, and walk in your freedom. As always, subscribe to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky, available anywhere and everywhere 
you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, Charisma, uh, Player FM, a bunch of other places. It's spreading around the world. I love having conversations with people mm. like my new friend, Ray, and capturing their God stories so that you can walk in your identity in Christ. So, Ray, thank you so much for being my special guest mm -hmm. on Adventures in the Spirit. Yeah, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much for listening to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky, a podcast that activates you to live the supernatural life. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and share it with your friends. Leave a five-star rate and review, which helps us reach more people with the love and power of the Holy Spirit and partner with us at firebornministries.com. And may you live your best spirit-empowered life and have your own adventures in the Holy Spirit. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeart Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts.